Gone Off on a Tangent is brought to you by the following sponsors. Active Arena, Lincoln's first indoor five-a-side football venue with a dedicated sports bar. Small Beer Limited, Britain's leading cask wholesaler. Clavering's removal storage and clearance. Big Boots UK, leading online retailer of steel blue boots. Check out our socials for all the information. Hello there. Thanks for swinging by to the Gone Off on a Tangent podcast, the podcast that will die on the hill that sausages do not belong on a Sunday roast, in brackets, allowed on a Christmas dinner. Close brackets with me, Adam Stocks, him, Carl Stubbs. Good evening. And whoever this guy is in the corner. (laughs) Tonight's special guest. Do you recognise him? I didn't recognise him when he walked in. I hadn't seen him for that long. (laughs) Dan Taylor. Back bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you were sorting out a uh, special guest for tonight. It's good that we've got a special. Thanks. Absolute banger. Yeah, I thought I'd invite him in, just see if he's any good. Yeah. Obviously, we've, we've managed to fill the void that he's left. Trial last run. couple of weeks. Yeah, trial run, see how he gets on, see how the listeners like him, get which, some feedback. Which we call him, trialist A. Trialist A. <laughs> Beers are in pre-season. <laughs> Lovely sport themed into that. Brilliant. He's no, on a serious note, welcome back, Dan. Thanks. We spent the whole day together on Friday watching uh, Test Match Cricket and it was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much to Cause for the hospitality. No problem. Up the Prava. It was wonderful. I particularly enjoyed you eating a pizza that you were craving so much and it was very, very average. Yeah, I, th- I feel it should be done under the Trade Description Act. Mm. walked past his delicious stone-baked pizza and it was one of them shitty Aldi ones. <laughs> well, that's what it felt like anyway. It was terrible. Aldi. Charged 13 quid for a £1.50 pizza. Disgrace, How many Carl. inches? Oh. Uh, the size was not was fine. No problem with the for, size. For a one, yeah, for, for one person it was ample. Limp pepperoni <clears throat> on top. And pathetic cheese. cheese. Ridiculous. Yeah. Absolute no flavour to the tomato base. Controversial opinion, but... Peroni is the most overrated pizza topping in the history Peroni. of the world. Peroni? Pouring pour pour lager on the going wrong. Pepperoni, mate. Well, I don't get why. <laughs> you really are tired. <laughs> I've not been to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so expect more of that during, this, during the show. You've also turned into a Mansfield fan since I last recorded with you anyway. Big fat scab. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is controversial and I don't agree with it. It it's is just, the topping. It's where I start. It's greasy and horrible. I'll be honest. One of Carl Scabs. Uh, one of Carl Scabs looks. Stop going on about his scabs. Oh, it's it's literally. It's literally staring at it me. It is, but he's injured. You can't take the piss out of someone when they're injured. It's all good. I, I finished the race. We're good. You were loving it. You finished with an erection. I, I definitely didn't. On I, the town, when he's given to the oh race favourites falling off. Your legs. You loved that. You lo- must have loved that. No, I hated it because I knew that I just chucked the race away as I. Was Picking myself up off the floor and, and bits of your arm, bits of my arm isn't it? and legs and your le- your legs actually look like um, Cameron Bancroft and David Warner's legs when yes. sandpaper was during sandpaper uh, game. But, uh, yeah, it looks like it did it. Yeah, it's bad. If I'm honest. Yeah, I think we should put some pictures vinegar on Twitter. On it. Oh. Oh, vinegar? No, no right. That's so I got home. Mum was like, oh, what you should do is when you get home, uh, just like get some hot water, stick some salt in it. What? And dab it on. Like it'll clean it out. I was like, that, that seems like logical. Like salt seems like a clean thing to do. I literally like put the salt in. Oh, are the holes in your roof? <laughs> <laughs> put, give it a little stir with my finger and just thought, oh, I'll just drop a droplet on it. Honestly, mate. <laughs> Fuck me, the rest of it went in the bin. Your mum's a psychopath. Oh my God, just one droplet, I was in tears. Like, it was horrible. I've never felt like, why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. I've realised this before, but my mum's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Up the bow. <laughs> Long-time listener, of course, mm. on the yeah. podcast. Big supporter. And herter of uh, sons, apparently. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, if anybody... Just on it. <laughs> Honestly, if anybody is Bleach. <laughs> wondering, don't put salty water on a wound because it hurts. That's my life advice. Good advice. <clears throat> really good advice. Mm. Tune in next week for more. Oh, there's no Tibsy, by the way. I've got to say at the start, 
He's got other things he has to do, unfortunately, in life. I promise you wouldn't take the piss out of him because we're not like that, are we? No. We're not like that. We don't no. do that. No, you don't. Us? No. <laughs> No. no, so he's just not here. He's just not here. That's absolutely fine. No problem with that at all because he's been here the last couple of weeks and no Where problem at all. Where should we say he is? Well, the obvious thing would be dogging, no. but I think we can be away we've, from we've, Yeah, we've had that. Uh, I think he's at pre-season of Chef Wednesday versus Alfreton Town. That was yesterday. Right, time traveller. Guaranteed time traveller. Judging by his fashion, 80s. <laughs> I'm just going to say that he's uh, got called in and he's filming a scene of Holby City. Okay, that's good, good as anything. Yeah. Extra. Extra. He's yeah, in the back. Yeah, he's in the back. Rather than in pain. Yeah. Yeah, he's just in He's doing his cleaner. I'm not sure Holby City's still on, is it? Well, you said we're going back in time. And that's oh, like... heartbeat then. <laughs> he's in heartbeat. He's in heartbeat. On a, on a motorbike. <laughs> back of heartbeat. Going, he's one of like a... <laughs> With green grass. He looks like green grass. You know, like actually. when troublemakers come through. That's harsh. <laughs> You know when troublemakers come through, like Aidensfield. He's not, yeah. And it, that's him. Aidensfield Arms. Like someone's like moving the sheep around and then some bikers and it's like, looking down the highway, <laughs> ding, 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 looking for adventures. Oh, these are here for trouble, aren't they, don't? <laughs> What's the problem here, aren't we? Oh, no. Oh, they're heading for Aidensfield Arms. <laughs> Go and get the coppers. Go get Ventress. I used to watch it as a kid, but I said, me too. Go all day long. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Ventress, Mike Bellamy. Go get, go get Bellamy. <clears throat> go get PC Bellamy. You lot, ruffians, out. I've stayed there, Aidensfield. Have you? Yeah. Very nostalgic for, for a fan. What programme are we on now? Heartbeat still. Heartbeat, yeah. You can stay in the village, Carl. That's, uh, can you? Yeah, go to the pub and everything. It's not called Aidensfield Arms, though. it's called something else. Right. Food shit and all that. Don't bother. You can go to Scripps Garage. Bernie. the road. Bernie scripts. Anything you want. Sounds good for a non-heartbeat fan. Have you got anything to get off your chest, Dan? Are you all right, mate? You're well, good? You're, you're judging uh, if you'd played last week's podcast out a little bit like you did uh, for Tibbsy then. It's like using a... Uh... I feel like you're stumbling, bumbling over your words, Dan. No, no, no. Um just kind of didn't use that theme with Tibbsy like he did with me last week, but that's fine. Oh, what happened to you then? You can play more than 10 seconds of this. I don't think we're going to get into trouble. <laughs> well, he died in like the 50s. I don't yeah. worry about it. So what, what, what are you saying, Dan? No. Are, you, are you accusing us of something? No, no. I'm, uh, I feel like you are. I think... I Come think, on, this uh, is a therapy session. Well, if you let it? me fucking speak. Oh. Never. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't overly thrilled with the amount of uh, abuse you sent my way, but I'm well, big... I'm, I think abuse is... No, Carl, let him finish. I'm big enough Wait. and ugly enough finish. To, uh, to take it on the chin. Which particular abuse? Because the shoe's horrible. So oh, that, <laughs> was, I'm not taking that back. There was plenty. I'm certainly not apologising for them. If anything, you should be apologising for them shoes. Well, I saw what you turned up to cricket in at the weekend, so you've got no ground to stand on. What's wrong but, with some Birkenstocks? I know what that is. Anyway. Grandad sandals. Anyway. Say no more. Um, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm old enough and ugly enough to uh, to be able to look past it and just take them on high ground and move on. Mm. Very grown-up approach. Incredibly. Mm. Not really befitting of this podcast, but yeah. No. Nor how you acted when he came in the office on Wednesday. <laughs> you want to reenact it, Carl? You want no. to give a true assessment? I can't get that angry. Can't you? No. no. Give it a go. I can. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I think he called me a fucking disgrace at one point. He, would, he didn't say anything to me on Friday. So it must have all been aimed at you. It's been fine with me. Didn't say a word to me. Give me a nice cuddle when I saw him I've had, in the queue. I've, I think uh, he'd calmed down then. I think I was the ounce board. Is that the word? Praise? Probably not, but we'll go with it. We'll go with it, yeah. I've had, I've had my words with Wilson as well. <laughs> oh, dear. Who's, uh, like, in, if you were to... A lying prick. <laughs> I didn't get when you texted me that. I didn't understand what you're on about. What's he lying about? Well, he said he saw my missus and that she. I thought that was Carla said that. I, I didn't say that. Oh dear. Oh. Yeah, she did see him in Asda, but she didn't say what he said. She said. Oh. So uh, don't yeah. throw me under the bus. I'm not. 
No, stop. Oh. I didn't do it. I just thought it was you. Just, just I've got a shit memory, mate. That's all it is. Have you? Um, yeah, so anyway, I've had my beef. And uh, we're just going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared to uh, just swallow it and move on. <laughs> right. Should we talk about automatic offsides? It was like a natural segue for me. Yeah. Have you Why seen not? this? What could uh, possibly go wrong? No. Have you seen this, Cal? No, I have. My... Let, let, can I read you the blurb? Could I just make my point first? Fill your boots <laughs> and I'll give the information out. So they're going to trial... Automatic offsides. That's that's trial. Automatic offsides in the, the biggest, biggest, <laughs> biggest sporting <laughs> competition in the world. What a great idea! It would have been devalued by the fact it's in Qatar. So let's just fuck about with the rules and how things work. I don't Ridiculous. get it. So semi-automatic offside technology will be used for <laughs> for the first time, as Carl rightly said, at the World Cup in Qatar. It allows the umpire, the not says umpire, the referee's decision uh, to be quicker. Uh, it's placed inside the, the centre of the ball, like a chip, and then there's 12 cameras placed on the stadium's roof that will control 29 data points on each player, 50 times a second. Wrong with a little geezer with a flag. <coughs> How it's always been. It's... Uh, Jumping the shark. It's quite worrying, really. Who's Kempo going to shout out? Start. We just might as well do away with them. Just all referees. Just yeah. Just set an alarm off. To be honest, it might. Some of it might get better, but I would imagine that the. Uh, I mean, one thing that I would love them to do is this. Uh, you know, when they wait for the passage of play and then they put the flag up, even though they could quite easily put it up. Yeah, one of the most frustrating things in a football match. But but it's been. More so the last couple yeah. of seasons, hasn't it? So if they could take that out as a start, that would be good. But I think... Uh, think it's offside, wipe your flag up. Exactly. When it's stupidly obvious, if you think it's close, don't put your flag up. Mm. It's not difficult, is it? Why do you make everything so difficult? I understand if you're letting it play, if it's like borderline. If you you're not know. sure, that's, exactly. that's good refereeing. But when it's like four or five yards off and you wait for the ball to go out of play... It's or so bloody obvious. I know, yeah. To everyone in the crowd... Yeah, I think if you, you just let it play on, it's just good refereeing. Like, um, well, like when a ref plays advantage, it's good advantage. It's just good refereeing. Mm. It just, I mean, we talked about it, I think, last week or week before, I can't remember, with Mike Riley leaving. It's got to improve. If Howard Webb comes in, then I hope he improves it because the state of refereeing has never been so bad at the top flight. And, it's, and I know it's equally as bad at the levels you boys watch at mm. in League One. And when we were in the Championship, it was the same. It's shocking. Yeah. They don't have leaders anymore. It's not shocking. I don't think the referee... Well, I've said this before. I don't, the referee isn't shocking. It's not. It is. The refereeing is absolutely fine. The no. pro, the, well, the problem the problem isn't the referees. The problem's the result, the rules. Oh, don't get me wrong. The laws, the laws are an ass or whatever. right now. And the way so they interpret things. So you can't do your job if, if your perimeters at work aren't set out. How do you do your job? When you watch a referee every week and they just but lose control. No, answer control, my question. What? If your perimeters at work parameters. aren't set parameters, perimeters, whatever, I don't care. There's not a fence around me. Uh, aren't set out. How do you do your job? Because you can't is the answer to well, the question. Yeah, no, but you... so how do you expect a referee to referee a football match when the like it's changing constantly? So I understand that to a point when you've got like handball laws and things, and that's interpretation. Well, that's where most of stuff. the problems are. But you watch referees now, especially the top flight, they just lose control of football matches, and that's got nothing to do with the laws. That's just them not being very good at their jobs and control probably, the football matches. Because they're probably stood there thinking, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. Well, they're in the wrong job, aren't they? I know. Just top flight of football. It needs resolving then, doesn't it? If, if you're yeah, correct, then it needs resolving, doesn't it? The FA or the, um, whatever. The show They've never got to grips with what they actually want to achieve from VAR. That's the issue. They never... because Still chasing the tail with it. Yeah, they? and f- football... <laughs> I know we've discussed this before, but it, it's salient when you're talking in this... Um, in this sphere, that when you're, you're the only sport that takes VAR but is not prepared to take things off the referee and you're obsessed, like we've just all watched cricket today, watching England's fantastic run chase, and we've all seen the umpire today, I'm sure at some point, when there's been a decision where it's gone away, he just accepts it, goes to the, goes to the cram, or we watched it live on Friday, and they go and make their decision, 
and it comes back and they tell him what to change his mind to. They don't do that in football. So there's the referee on the pitch, he still has to go and look, just, just but, send it upstairs. But not a problem. Cricket is very easy because the rules are black and white. If it pitches outside like a stump, it can't be out. If it if he hits it, it can't be out. If he does hit it, and yeah, it's there's caught, more subjective. It's out. Law, I get that. Like it's easy. It's so black and white in cricket. There's no ifs, buts, maybe about a cricket umpire indecision, which is why ninety nine percent of them are right at the top end of the game. That isn't the case in football, is it? I, we could watch two passages of play, and me and you can argue until the cows come home about what's Football's more subjective, decision. of course it is. And it, and it always will be and always has been. But if if you put the uh, PGMLO in a position where in any given scenario, whether, whether it's a challenge or whether, whatever they decide to do, and you say, right, if you're not sure about it, send it upstairs, they'll make the decision, they'll send it back down to his on-field position and that's it. Decision's final. Like doing rugby league, very strong rugby league. And rugby league's very, you have high tackles, you have, but they get most of their stuff right. And then you make a decision. And then after, after it's explained why that was given or not given, then I think we're in a better, even, we're instantly in a better place. A 90-minute football match is now taking four and a half hours. No, after the game. It's just a shambles. Just fucking... but it's taking long now anyway, because they're taking forever. Yeah. But if you just send it upstairs, let somebody in a box sort it. Don't watch it. So... <laughs> That's a very different argument, just changing sports. Just bury your head in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> Game's gone, lads. Game's gone. I don't disagree with you. It's uh, it's certainly not the same. I mean, we're looking at uh, the transfer fees that are flying around and stuff now, and some of the like with the Pogba thing. It's just football's not as. I don't know it's not well, it's not a working class sport anymore. You've, that's for sure. You've got a bit of money to spend. Not quite as much as I'd like us to have to spend. Sixty million is reasonable for Calvin Phillips. I would also think that sixty million was reasonable if that's what we got. Why are they, are they lying about that? It's not sixty million. We've got forty-three, and add-ons plus five million add-ons. I thought it said sixty. Nope. Yeah. That's why these fans are all pissed off because they've not got. It wasn't a bid. It wasn't a bidding war. He's gone to want to go to one club, one club only. I'm pleased. Pleased as you can be when you see a player leave. Six-year contract. Now what's that all about? Biggie, isn't it? Mm. It's also <laughs> someone said earlier. He's set for life. Pretty sure he'd have been set for life wherever he did. Yeah. Because he's a wherever multi-millionaire he already. It's just more set for life. <laughs> if that's possible. <laughs> if that's possible. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're, we're waiting on Rafinha <clears throat> to go and all, which is dragging on. That's going to be another 50, isn't it? That should be more. That should be 60. We, we're, we're holding out for 60, 65. But Barcelona have got uh, no a bag of peas. <laughs> a bag of how's peas that, and that even work? frozen tapas. Well, it's not going to happen, is it? He's holding out for for that. It's just he's just not going to go there because they haven't got the cash. Well, they've registered three players today, so maybe they have maybe some like a two p machine. That's just dropped in. I don't know. Anyway, that's enough about my football club. You st- genuinely, though, you should be able to reinvent. I've got two coming in this week. Don't, don't cry for me, Argentina. It's fine. Got two coming in this week. Believe me, there will be no tears shed. You're not bothered, dear. No, not really. Not bothered. Or how you react to it that entertains me. Uh, I think I've been really calm with the Calvin Phillips news. Yeah. Is what it is. Modern football, isn't it, Carl? Players leave. That is correct. Loyalty's gone. Being a wooden club man as Grealish and Calvin Phillips have... Proven. Proven. It doesn't, just doesn't exist now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, There's I've no been sacred cows. proven today, and that is that Virat Kohli is a massive prick. Glad but... you brought that up, because that's on, that's on my list here. Uh, just to, well, if it was ever been proven what you've been saying for the whole time we've been doing this podcast, the whole world knows now. You're well ahead of the curl car, curve, <laughs> Carl. I'd say what a prick. he's a wanker. Absolutely, shushing people oh. and then he's out. Prick. Honestly, what? Are you seeing the celebration? It's a knob. I can't wait for us to win this test match. I don't even know who it is that we've they've got out. Was it the one yesterday? And he's running past. It's uh, an audio. Medium, Carl. Yeah, we'll no, just talk just showing, showing Dan. Yeah, it's brilliant, but he's in the room. Holy going divvy. Oh, yeah, that was today. He's Who a dickhead. No, I can't stand him, but the whole world's taking a piss out of him now because he's just an arsehole. Yeah, Andy can't hit it off the square at the minute. The way he was chirping at Bearstow, I just thought, Hilarious. Do you know the form Bearstow's in, pal? Yeah, 
That's the bloke you're going to chirp at. And he's going to chirp at him and make him angry. And But okay. I thought Bertha was really respectful in the exchange. Yeah, but it's quite funny. You see what... Um... Oh, who's the lad from New Zealand? Jimmy Neesham. Neesham, yeah. His tweet was absolutely hilarious. What did he do? Well, he, he basically said, similar to what you just said about, <clears throat> you know, the, if you're going to chirp anybody, you're chirping the most informed batsman in the world. Who's just walked off the crease again. Tonight, after putting what seventy another two up, yeah, another not. Him and uh, Root just sat there. Going back tomorrow on cricket, right? I only care because Yorkshire have made the quarters. The ECB, right? They're they're, they're killing that T Twenty blast. Yeah, they're up. They're uh, they do it on purpose to protect the hundred. What are they doing? They're like it's it's all on fast forward, isn't it? Everything. What do you mean? Well, they're just trying to they're, they're cramming it all in. Oh it's yeah, like back it, to back it's, to back. It's to done back. really early in the year. So I went to watch Yorkshire in what. End of April, May time, one of the first T20 games. We've got Surrey on, I think, Wednesday in the quarters. We haven't got any players. We've got, because we've got so many England players, we're not allowed Root and Bairstow back. And we're losing uh, Willie, um, Brooke. We're losing the West, uh, the uh, Pakistani, essentially, whatever his name is, Karnang is. We're losing all these players to the T20 internationals. It's just, we've got no fucking players. It's pointless. You're in the quarters versus Surrey with no fucking players. Yeah, but Surrey won't have any either. Yeah, but I don't think they've got as many as us internationals. Uh, Lancashire as well. I don't really care about not Lancashire. Not many internationals. Well, you t- I don't know. Are they, are they are they stacked at T20? Well, they're not stacked. But Good. Off you. So the product will be shit. Yeah, they don't help themselves. They just bin that hundred off. Pick it out. <laughs> I'm done with it. This is the guy Protect that last... the blast. I bloody love him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really loving my cricket this year. But and then, I want T20 blast protected. But this is you all over because on, on Friday, you're like, right, I'm going to have a burger. I'm going to have a burger. <laughs> hey, no personal attacks. This is cricket we're talking about. <laughs> I, yeah, I had a burger. Yeah, but it was the way that you were... Oh, I, I, okay. Well, I'll, I'll just go with the majority then. <laughs> I did, and we had burgers. You just change your mind like the fucking like the <laughs> weather. Well, Carl. <laughs> oh, the funniest thing, Carl, and you'd have loved this, was uh, he didn't bring a jacket with him or a jumper. Yeah, it was a really stupid move. And uh, really stupid. And obviously, at the cricket, it can change very, very quickly. As my nipples felt. So one minute it was cold. He was contemplating going to the club shop to buy a jumper from the sixty-eight pound later potentially for a, for a jumper. He decided against it. He said to Mike because he had what, you have two or three jumpers in the car. <laughs> At least three in the car. Three we've been away the night before, and I had outfit choices for the, for the evening meal. So Why was you making these outfits? What do you mean? As in, like, what sort of? So I had a bit at a conference all day, so I had a jumper for that, right? And then uh, an evening meal. I had a jumper for that if I needed it. Didn't bother. Just went out of the shirt. And then I had like a casual jumper for the cricket that I purposely put in for the cricket. When we got there, it was bright sunshine, absolutely gorgeous, glorious. I said to Mark, I was like, you need a jumper? He went, I'm not your dad. I went, oh, and he was going to take his bag. I was going to shove the jacket in his bag and then he didn't take his dad bag. So that killed me. And it was gorgeous. But now I'll be fine. Walk up, be fine. And then it literally pissed it down, didn't it? I was absolutely bolted. What was funny, though, was when he decided against buying the £68 jumper. Sun was out, wasn't it? Mike said, I'll give you my car keys to go and get a jumper for 40 quid. <laughs> <laughs> so he decided against Sun that was as out. well. It was fine at that point. It's a good deal. But then he got piss wet through and had to dry off. So he was, moan- he was moaning that he was wet and cold. When the sun was out, it was too hot, Carl. I'm going to lie to you, mate. Too and he, hot. And he ended Could up win. going home with sunburn. So <laughs> go figure. Spot the ginger without any preparation. <laughs> there was the, the, I had a lovely day. There was the hardened test fans in front of us, weren't there? With the, uh, well, they had everything. With cagoules. They were ready for every Those 50p plastic bags you wear when you're on a, like a, a, a poncho. A right. Yeah, a poncho. poncho yeah. Proper prepared. People with, with snacks. I was jealous of people with snacks. Mm. We, we should have nipped in the shop. Got some sandwiches or something. That is test... Match cricket at its finest because you can take your own food in. Yeah, it's quality. You're really isn't it? an idiot if you don't. Yeah, we yeah we should, there was there was at least an Aldi and an Asda we passed as well, so we could have proper stocked up. But now what are you gonna do? Got a burger, not a problem. Got a pizza later on. It's absolutely yeah, we, fine. Which you paid fourteen. <laughs> yeah, and it was horrific. We've been through that. It's fine. Yeah, many thanks. Imagine Martin, what cause, you cause could have. Put me, I want to put my hand in Imagine. The imagine. I've just the, <laughs> Imagine the picnic you could have got for 14 quid. For in Aldi, Aldi, especially. I must oh. admit, though, the uh, chicken tikka and chips that are in my cabin It's my first trip very to Edge Baston, and I must say, the outlet's options. Oh, got a lot of room around the ground. Which stand was you in? 
Uh, Opp- opposite the Hollies. Oh, the... Jeez. Where all the noise was. Good view. Enjoyed yeah. the day. Yeah, we yeah, stayed yeah, for, to watch... Um, Pant, was it Pant? Pant get his 100. His 100. Yeah, it was a great knock. Stayed yeah. for that and then beat the traffic and happy days. He's something else. When I he did. He's, he's quality. I did find Enjoy it. to watch. Incredible. That, uh, there was a toasty... Oh, there's a horse box one there. Somebody tweeted that. That's why I tweeted back. One of our listeners. Seven quid. Damn. With cheese toasty. Like, it's cheese. Just cheese as well. It's cheese and bread. <laughs> I feel like that's stopped the world I want to get off. Yeah. Unless you own Inflation, that. lads. Unless you own that van. Dan does now. He's opened a toasty... Yeah. <laughs> toasty imp. Toasty <laughs> imp. <laughs> get it done. Get it done. Very good. Get it done. Very good. You can have you go with out of not. a toasty machine. If you if you absolutely do do that, I'm having some fifty percent. <laughs> I can literally see the artwork though, like a squash toasty machine with the imp sticking out, and then cheese around him and that. Nailed it. Honestly, it's done. Toasty imp. Crack on. We'll run it for you. Oh, are you not in, into that one? No. You could do with another business. You haven't got many. <laughs> I feel <laughs> that if you did have a toasty machine, like a, a company, the better options what they were offering. Absolutely. Cheese, cheese and tomato. Cheese and onion. And cheese and onion. That's literally all it was. Honestly, it? it's like your mum was doing it. Eight, to- eight quid for the uh, toasty bits. What, yeah. what would your optimum toasty be, Carl? What, what are you putting in it? Uh, I used to really like uh, ham, cheese, and like a bit of brown sauce in there. Mm, that's I? weird. Didn't expect that. It's not. I'd eat it. 100% I'd eat that. I just, I just didn't see it coming. What were you expecting from me? Not brown sauce and ham. Yeah. Did you expect it? Very good. Okay. I mean, cheese and onion toasties are pretty good. Oh, I don't want the onion. But I'm not uh, I'm not paying eight quid for one. If I had the time... Did you have a George Foreman? No, oh, we all had a Formby, didn't we? Is it Formby? George Formby Grill, yeah. It's Formby. George Formby Grill. It's a joke. <laughs> right. I've just stolen. Uh, <laughs> cook the bacon up. So you've got ready to go. Get your toasty ready to go. And then... Right. The fried bacon in a toasty, that's the, that's the, just hands down the winner. Hey, you can have some funky shit. What happened cheese. to them? Eh? What happened to them? They're still going. People still have them. Are they? They're twat to clean, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, I haven't really got on board with it. I don't fry a lot of stuff these days due to my crazy air fryer. diet. Air fryer. You must have one. No, I I've got no. an air fryer. I keep, every time there's a recipe, not even flicking around on Facebook. Yeah, I'll you can't bang sleep. it in the air fryer for yeah, 20 must, minutes. Yeah. What, yeah. Is it that good? Are they They're, that good? They are good. Right, can somebody who listens to the show buy us an air fryer and we'll test it live on air, please? <laughs> Don't like spending money. So you buy it for us. Send, or if you own a company that does all this shit, send us one and we'll give a review. Oh, maybe we should start reviewing technology on here. Yeah, obscure technology. Obscure technology. I'm not saying, I don't think an air fryer is that obscure. No, we need to start with like uh, one of them wanky machines. Fake vaginas. Of course. Of, of course, Adam's brain went to fleshlights. <laughs> you know the name. Well, review one of those. You can, or what? <laughs> this is more about you. It doesn't Phil. matter me. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, kitchen appliances. Yeah, we need. Um, oh, you thought I did buy the other week? I was really. Uh, I love a gadget, love a food gadget. And uh, I bought a garlic crusher from Amazon. Right. Different gravy. So you open up the thingy, it's got little prongs in it. Shove your full garlic in, close it, more prongs, and then you twist it. Beautiful. Oh, and it just shreds it to fuck. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Right. I've tried what the Goodfellas way. So you do have to, you still have to strip it as normal. Yeah, but if you yeah. just bang it, it falls off, doesn't it? All the, all the paper in mm-hmm. it. Okay. I've tried the good, hey, Goodfellas way. You know, when you use a, use a razor, tried that. Right. Makes you feel Italian. But other than that, it's, it's a lot of effort. Rags to riches. I tend to just buy seen the, Goodfellas, the things of garlic puree. Oh, I buy them as well. What's have, the, have you seen Goodfellas? No. You, know, you need to put on your um, list. The garlic in the glass thing. What's that called? Garlic in the glass thing. No, the glass pot. The song by Radiohead. No. The what? You just buy the garlic. Was it like what, easy like garlic? Powder, like powder. No, not powder. Squeeze, squeezy cheesy peas. No, that's pure, isn't it? I, I put that in my kung po. I bet you know when she's not looking. <laughs> Ginger puree, which is me. It's my nickname on a football pitch. Ginger puree. Very lazy. Very, oh, very lazy. Well, I thought they yeah. were saying Perlo, but they weren't. They were saying puree. Ginger puree. 
Yeah, the very lazy stuff. I literally chuck that in. That's everything. just pure, isn't it? Oh, no, it's like mashed up in that. Yeah. Yeah, it's decent, to be fair. Water. I haven't got enough money for that sort of stuff, so I need, need fresh garlic. Anyway, yeah. I'm so sure we'll, it's about as cheap. It's about £1.8. No, no, not to... About £1.8. You get more value off actual garlic. I don't think you do. Yeah, oh, you must do. Pain in the tits. No, not, not this device. I'll show you it when you leave today. I'll show you it. You'll be well impressed. <laughs> I'll be out the door asleep. <laughs> So yeah, so they're ruining the T20 blast, and I want to know why. It's not you know, acceptable. We went off on one then. It's not acceptable. Because <laughs> no, it's, it's our tournament. How do we go from Vitality Blast to garlic puree smash? <laughs> and I can't go to the semi-final. Finals day. It's one of my daughter's theatre performance. So I can't go to finals day. I was gonna try and get tickets through work. It's edge busting. <laughs> now we know that's available to us, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Might take car next time if you can be asked. You were working, weren't you, mate? Yeah. Shame. Your Holding presence was thought. missed. Your presence was missed. Yes, well, I would have. I wouldn't have been drinking anyway. So you might have shared your jacket and like these peasants. I'd have let you have my jacket. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. Bit timber. I squeeze into these days. Everything I wear is oversized. Yep. Is uh, so yeah. So uh, it's going to be Thursday when they listen to this. So the test match will be over. We're in the driving seat there. No, don't say it. What? What's anything? Do you think? Do you think we'll win? No, I'm not putting that. I think we've already won. Oh my! We're in 122, something like that. 119, I think. Oh, nothing. No, I've done that. We've won it. <laughs> ghost, ghost of past this. I'll be honest. I'd Echoing it. through the airways. I've done it. Won it. I'd, Anything can happen. I wouldn't be surprised <clears> at <throat> all if we do. Bearstone route don't go out. Just <laughs> back through both of them. Both of them win nicking it. off a fuck off. Fifty each. Let's go for one ball. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Whack, whack. Let's let's go through the... like. Predict where exactly what you think is going to happen, Adam. That's it. We just predicted it. Both of those just batting through So we're knocking this off three down? Yeah. Yeah. They're not going out. Root and Best are in now. That's it. So they're both finishing on about 120, not out. Yep. Okay. That sort of summer. What's your prediction? Uh... I think Root will get out early tomorrow morning for about... Have some faith, man. For about 88. Uh, and then Stokes will come in and score a quick fire 20. Bairstow, whilst all this is going on, is still batting with his cock. He's on 72 yeah. and Root's on 76. Bairstow's going to 119, you correct. Bairstow, 140, not out. Job done. Um, what was yours? Uh, I think we'll lose two more wickets. And I think Bairstow will score another 100. And I think we'll win about three overs after lunch. And Vera Coley will cry. I will see that. hate to see that. Totally. It's quite funny because when he was walking out and getting booed on Friday, Mike was like, why are they booing him? Because he's a dickhead. That's just Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Carl from <Lincoln>. <laughs> 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 Yeah. In football news, this is on the list, but on football news, Ericsson's going to sign for Man U. Yeah, three years. Nearly died two summers ago. Hadn't he suffered enough? It's incredible. Isn't it? well, it's yeah, shit off. bags. I tell you what, what United have done really, really, really well in the Recruit. last <laughs> six years is you know them players that are just like coming to the end of the career, <laughs> just big payday. <laughs> See them coming a mile off. <laughs> just, like, like where it all started with like Schweinsteiger or whatever it was, yeah. did it? That's yeah. been there. Oh my god, like it is not fucking working, you morons. But they've brought in a young, exciting coach. You would think that that would be their change. About three months ago to recruit, and he's done fuck all. And he's brought in a 40 year old. (laughs) In sad news, uh, Andy Gorham passed away this week. And it's very quick. I actively remember being in my front yard when I lived in Ruskington. Pretending to be Andy Gorham. Mm, I think a lot of people... He was an icon to me as a kid. I, mean, I wasn't much of a guy. I remember being him and Mark Bosnich for some reason. They're my fondest memories. I don't Mark, know why. Mark Bosnich? Yeah, I don't know why. I just loved him. I don't know. When what? he was at Villa, not when he was at Scum. Oh, off, was he at Chelsea players. as well? Did he play Chelsea? I don't know. Yeah, I think he was at Chelsea for a bit as well. But I remember him being at Villa and pretending to be Mark Bosnich, as well as Nigel Martin, obviously. And I remember being Andy Gorham. Maybe yeah. he was a bigger lad and I was... I don't really jumping. remember Bosnich. Evan Pressman? No, Wednesday, wasn't he? Like Wednesday, it's incredibly sad, and they say it's very, very sad and very, very yeah, quick, wasn't it? Very quick, and it's just, just an icon from growing up, nineties footballers and everything. Mm. He played for Man U. Gore, was that, was that you're on about? No, oh, he played for because uh, Man United put a thing out. 
Oh, they did. Mm. He signed from like a sub keeper, didn't he? Yeah, last summer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It's sort of age. Big payday. Yeah. Massive loss to the football world. Yeah. And obviously, an icon of. Because of, that side that Rangers had there. for someone like Forrest. So I get his record up, then we can solve this. I know that he played for... I don't think he played that many games for Man United, but I think he came in... Yeah, I, I remember sub, him playing for him. Like a sub... When to, uh, maybe came in when they had like two keepers out injured. That's random. So he started at Oldham. Yeah. Played 195 times for Oldham. Was at West Brom as a, as a kid. He's from Bury. Then played for Hibs for 138 appearances. You always forget how, what they rack up goalkeepers. Yeah. Uh, 184 times he played for uh, Rangers. Worth noting at this point, one goal for Hibs. Brilliant. In the little goal column. Uh, then he went to Notts County in 98, one appearance. Get in there. Sheffield United. He said Forest. I said County. He said oh. Forest. I meant County. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I promise you I meant yeah. County. Sheffield United, seven appearances. Then up back up to Scotland to Motherwell for 57 appearances between 98 and 2001. Uh, just signed for Manchester United, two appearances. Uh, back up to Scotland for Hamilton Academicals. So he came into, I think he came into United. Right, 2001. Two people injured. Yeah, and it was just emergency loan. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Cov for seven. I just back to Oldham, Queen of the South, finished his career at Elgin City in 2004. Total of 620 appearances. Uh, played for his country uh, for 43 times. Absolute giant of the game. Mm. It'll, be, uh, it'll be sorely missed from the football community. Uh, shout out to his, his obviously family and friends at this time. Um, a change of pace, like we always like to do. Have you seen this geezer that's gone missing? Is this the Swiss returned home? Is this the Swiss chat? So yeah, so Rolf Bantel. I hope I've corrected his uh, his name. Uh, his Surely name this is just or, a click. Or this is a click. Rolf Banter, as he's now known, uh, FC Basel fan Basel. We wow. call him Rolf Banter. Went to the toilet at the San Siro versus Inter Milan in two thousand and four. Got lost and returned home 11 years later. Rolf got separated from the away fans, missed his bus home, and slept rough on the streets of Milan for a decade. His wife doesn't believe him. I wonder why. So he fell in love in Milan, and she's finally kicked him out. And he's gone home. <laughs> That's exactly what's That's the happened. translation, isn't it? That's exactly what's happened. He's got a bit carried away with an Italian waitress. If you look at him, he's not been a lot over in... He was there a long time, mate. Yeah, I think you'd need. What, what, you, what you're saying, Carl? You, you thinking it? it, was, it well, there's no picture of him as a young lad. Might have been all right. Stone colder in his, in his youth. Yeah, he might not have as well. That's, that's equally, yeah, an option. <laughs> so on the on the didn't happen scale. Where are we going? Absolutely didn't happen. Hundred percent did not happen. But he has been missing. But we just think he shacked up with some some lass or something. Well, yeah. He does look like he's been on the streets for 10 years, to be fair. He has got a certain scent about him, hasn't he? Yeah. No, I, I think he's... thinking he's, a metal ass. Yeah, I think that's basically... He's standing up, mate. Carl's scars are becoming too much. He's having a stand. Merton. How's this for sound? Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. good. Good mic discipline. Well, that, we're fully erect now, aren't we? The mic stand. And the mic as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, so we think just nonsense, yeah? It's yeah. quite a powerful position. You enjoying it, yeah? Yeah. I feel, I feel, I'm feeling threatened. I feel like I should be singing. Do you want to sing? Do you want me to put some music on, Phil? Sunshine. <laughs> no, I'm not absolutely categorically not singing. I'll do most things, but not that. Aerosmith, then. Come <laughs> on, give it your best. Give it your best, Liam Gallagher. Put your arms behind your back. That's it. That's 14 seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. I'm not getting done with copyright. I've, st- I've, I've gone to 43. Back beat, the word is on the street, Nothing. The I'm not getting done for plagiarism. <laughs> deleted off me last week, anyway. You were heavily edited last week, which, by the way, to John, who does our editing, big shout out, because he, he's nailed it last week. Yeah. You couldn't even tell that you'd said the word you'd said on more than one occasion. Don't say it now, please, because we've just <laughs> absolutely sailed through 39 minutes with no edits. No, because so, that sounds horrendous. No, you just said the word for... The ones. The word was yeah. nonce. Right, like, that's, that's fine. That's, that's fine. I'm was... getting the word. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that's a great scene for you. It's nice. incredible. 
if it's still it's still referenced now. Um, last one on my slate for topic of discussion is safe standing is now approved. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm demonstrating. You are you are safe standing in the podcast studio. I like honestly, I like, just give this a go. No, I'm not doing that. Why not? Oh, I like to sit down. Next week, we'll all, we'll, we'll all power stand next week. Tibbsy will what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I honest. I was going to say, let's not tell Tibbsy. Just all stand up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really what, intimidating. What's your thoughts on safe standing? Well, we've spoken about it a lot before, but... I stand but it's now official. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I do, but at least you ain't got the chairs on your... Knocking into your knees. Mm. Let them fold up. Well, I did safe standing three times this year, and it was a joy. Really good. Like a nice little pole to lean on. Didn't get his name. <laughs> Nice little little barrier, little lean. No knees when lead score, which was rare, but when they did, it's just jumped up and down. It was good. Talking about really pitched. <laughs> really good. 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 Really good. Talking about doing it stood up though. Looking at hey? the uh I think uh, Carl's probably the only one that can get away with standing up and talking into the mic. I think we'd be uh having to lean down a little bit. Yeah, he's he's we are hampered by height. Whereas he is net. Yep. Net hempered behead. Oh, good for them tall now. That's a smug now, eh, Yankers? Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 me concluded. Are you watching any tennis? Head tennis? No. The Brit's gone through, isn't he? Where his name well, is? More, yeah. Norris. More importantly, my prediction is still fucking flying. Well, that Kornikova's fit. No. Nick Kyrgios. He's a lunatic. Yeah. Absolutely. I, you and he. I backed him. I said it live so, on the pod. It's so funny. I, I love him. <laughs> What's the Brit's name? Uh, Don't care. Kyrgios. That's all we care about. But he's Australian. Yeah. Did, did make me laugh earlier in the cricket group. And uh, people were just saying, oh, Kyrgios. Kyrgios is such a gun. <laughs> if anyone has a tennis on. <laughs> First person to respond, Carl Stubbs, and I just knew what he was going to me, lads. I absolutely love him. <laughs> of course you do, Carl. Honestly, me and H nearly had full-blown tear up. He's a, he is a proper shithouse. He's oh, true, isn't he? I love him. Yeah, he won earlier against... Norrie is his name. Absolutely battered. Cameron Norrie. Three sets to nil. Cooking on gas. No one cares about him. We do because we're British. Okay, yeah. Well, you're just going straight after the person. I mean, let's be honest. I might have just skip to the point where Djokovic wins, but in theory, that the, the Nadal's still in it as well. Isn't he? I've uh, I've got money on Kyria. Is he made of like metal or some shit? Nadal, unbelievable career that kid's had. Mm. There's a lot of drama. I didn't realize so much drama went on at tennis. I haven't really watched any of it. I think if you're just watching where his name is, Kyrgios, where his name is, then the yes drama will follow because he's a lunatic. The, reg- the normal He's been the serving normal. underarm. There's been another yeah, geezer serving underarm. Well. underarm. Kyrgios, mate. <laughs> between, yes. his, yeah. between his legs. Sta- he just stands there and like bounces it. Off. And then all of a sudden just bangs one underarm. <laughs> yeah. Through his legs. And, and, the, and then the guy put one in the net. And did you see yeah, the guy that Simicast or whatever? Yeah, he did six he un- in a row, didn't he? He underarmed him and Simicast got that fed up with it. He just ran up to it whacked it as hard as he could. Nearly smashed it out of the stadium. I... 100% see why you love him. Yeah. Mate, he's banter. Shit house. Shit house. Anybody who pops out an underarm serve at Wimbledon's a god in my Ballsy, life. isn't it? Yeah. Ballsy. Yeah, so he's in. And then... But was he doing it as a tactic or was he doing it for shits and giggles? I just think he's a bit of a prick. Which... Yeah, I think that's very evident. You watch, his, you watch his, like, best bits on, or something on TikTok. He'll have a full YouTube full of it. Oh, it's just brilliant. But it is good to see a Brit go through. Really good. Seems like the rest are letting us out. All the females are struggling, aren't they? Although, is Heather Watson still in? Has she gone out? I can't remember. That's the furthest she's ever gone, into it? I don't really follow it. Although, I've just found out today that we've got the brands at Wimbledon. Have you? This is... I was going to say Radicani. Might nip down. Might nip down next year. Radicani's just actually proving to be... A one slam wonder, isn't she? I've basically got a year to get divorced and propose to Radicani yeah, live on she, Wimbledon. Before she's on I'm and a I've celeb. To, and I've got to get past the security. I'm fast where I need to be. Mm. Just be chins. Don't worry, I'm not leaving my wife. Well, you're going to show me something then? Where's it gone? No, he, he, he like this Simicast he was playing against, he just spent all game getting in. Wind him up. 
And he was like, once he'd done the underarm serve and done him with it, he then kept like faking to do it. And then Simicast kept coming closer and closer so he didn't get done again. And then he'd, he'd then he'd send down an absolute fucking rocket and Simicast would be stood far <laughs> too close to deal with it. That's proper wee tennis oh, It was so funny. Yeah, I loved it. And then he'd just play like a drop shot. And you know, like the, this is like how much of a shit ass it is. And I quite like it. You know, like when someone plays a drop shot and it like hits the top of the net and drops down. Like the plot. He was the apologies, like, don't they? He's like, yeah! <laughs> That'll be turning down. <laughs> you move into your mic. Uh, I don't I really watch anything this year. I don't really like tennis, if I'm honest. I'm a bit bored with it. But I, I'll turn up when if if Norrie gets through it a couple more times. And then that Simicast had a head off and uh, he just like whacked a ball into the crowd. And I didn't know this at the time, but apparently if you just whack a ball into the crowd, that's like instant game over. Like you're disqualified. Yeah. Well, he's a bit naughty, isn't it? So he whacked the ball into the crowd and it like went straight in between two people's heads. Like, I don't know how it hasn't hit either of them, but it like ricocheted back off. And so this Kyrgios or whatever saw it happen. He's like, What are you doing? He needs to go. <laughs> it's company. Uh, and he was just like going on. And then the umpires like came out and they were like, Well, it didn't hit him. So we're not. Thing. Oh, that's he, wow, really? Yeah. And so he was like, you don't even know the rules, honestly. Oh, like, is that, I did see that like, exchange. So I didn't know funny. what it was about. The thing is, like, people hate him, but what he's saying is, like, completely true. Like, if the umpires just get hold of the game and do what they're supposed to do, he hasn't kicked off, has he? No, that's true. No, So, like, just get the rules right, and he doesn't kick off. We move on. We I just did see that. I just to... didn't know what he was moaning about. Now, that's, that's very clear that he's in the right. Yeah, fair. Exactly. Uh, exactly right. Like a modern John McEnroe, isn't oh, it? So good. And that, the other thing that I was watching was um, the Kisner that beat Murray. Uh, I'm is, not saying Isner, John. Isner, mate, he's about is, he's six foot ten. 37. He's 37. He's, he's slamming it down at 140 mile an hour. He serves a joke. Like, honestly, Murray was stood there, like, pretty much knowing where it was going and still could do nothing about it. <laughs> no reaction. Imagine but trying to hit a tennis ball for like 140 mile an hour from yeah, six trouble. foot ten I mean I'm on, not seeing it on TV and the angle of the camera it looks like reasonable oh, okay but then when they put the speed to it it's like mm. that reminds me of the <laughs> kind of get on it. Friday Mike leaned into me and Dan and went I've not seen a ball all game <laughs> how do they hit this I just, I just cheer when everyone else cheers what he said. Just, <laughs> just cheer also what's happened it depends. To be fair, I do like get I can't that. See no, it depends where you sat. Yeah. If you sat side on, yeah. you can see it. We get uh, headingly. We always sit in the newsstand. It's above it, and it's fantastic yeah, yeah. for that. You, can, you don't miss a thing. It's really, really good. Yeah, it depends. Some grounds are better viewing than others, aren't they? I like Tashbaston. I've got to say, it felt like it's a, a great, proper ground. Great ground. Yeah. Loads of parking. Slam it somewhere, Barry. Birmingham in it. Yeah. I've not, I've not really done... That's my second cricket ground, I think. I'm not sure I've done it anymore. Oh, I did Trembridge, yeah, with, with Green King. The old corporate. Yeah, so we'll have an away day next year. I'll get some Wimbledon first tickets. first blob. It is, yeah. The famous blob. <laughs> you there when Nuts the uh, Squirrel came out? We had a photo with him. Pops up every now and then, that photo. Can't remember. I think Green... I had, a, I had an even bigger face. Green King took us there. Did, yeah, and, and we were trying to drink in. IPA and it was shocking. Yeah. We just drank Guinness and got pissed. Standard. Well, my friends stole a bottle of vodka. There wasn't Guinness on the uh, at the ground on. No, we hit was the Prava, didn't we? We hit the Prava. No Guinness at all. No, I didn't see any Guinness. Pearl Jet Stout. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that were it. Sounds wonderful. Craft, mm. craft. On in the craft tent, Loose they sweet. had Star of Praman, oh. Pearl Jet Oyster Stout, and Shipyard. <laughs> the thing is, though, Star of Praman isn't even trying to be craft. No. It's just no. a Heritage World Lager. Yeah. yeah. Of, of of premium vintage. It's, it's not hiding as a craft beer. No, mate, you're not selling it to me. Bore off. <laughs> <laughs> not in sales anymore, mate. I'm in activation. <laughs> Marketing now, darling. Uh, that was so Dan Gadsby. Yeah. yeah Might move that, me uh, uh, Plop me hair around a bit. Oh. Another loyal listener. We've named them all tonight, all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very I think good. we're out of things to say. Believe it or not. Yeah. Has Carl's got any more scoops? No, I'm looking we'll for it. Well, let you ice to... that leg up, mate. I, I must have it. Just going back to uh, your episode last week. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, I felt like I, like, gone into bookies on acid when you were doing the either-or and, like, putting on the world's most fucked-up accumulator. 
It's like, I'm pissed am I? It's like Stone Cold, Killer Whale, Lion, Gino DeCampo. Dolly, Are these the winners? Dolly Parton. Yeah, I'm just going through my list. Roy Keane, Mr. Blobby, Mick Skrill, Trampoline and Burger King. And then... <laughs> All and to then, win. Five pound on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going each way? No. On the nose. <laughs> You are aware it's a tenfold, sir. <laughs> of things that will never happen. I shall take your five pounds. Fletch, when? Fletch was not happy. Why? Another listener. I didn't know Fletch listened. Fletch loved it. Hi, yeah. Fletch. Uh, he said, I was uh, really enjoying the podcast, i.e. listening to Dan get battered. And then... Uh, He's a sadist. And then Stocksy started with his stupid game. It's never even going to happen. You can't win, can you, this podcast in no, life? Well, you I, can't win. I, I agree with him, mate. I said, I agree, Fletch. I'd have never done it. I think it's shit. Someone's above you in the pecking order at small bit. <laughs> you can't win. If we just talk about sport like today, no silly games, Belly we'll from, get a tweet going, where's the silly games? Belly from uh, cricket as well. He's like, right, bone to pick with you. I was like, right, it goes, Muhammad Ali. I was just like, I wasn't even on that podcast, mate. Don't even fucking give, don't come at me with that. I said, I got no, well, it's your podcast. I was just like, I know it is, but I wasn't there. Then, even, like, it is quite funny that I don't know half the people that listen that I actually right, know. Well, you shouldn't do. There's like a thousand people that a week that have no idea they are all around the world that yeah. listen to these strangers. Mm. And we oh, love really? every single one of you. Yes, fantastic. But I, I, uh, I, I feel we can't no, I'm win. Not, I'm not happy to throw that out there. I don't, well, I'm not saying I love them, am I? No, I love them. I buy them all a beer. <laughs> Cost I, every I, single one of you. I Inflation, will. seven and a half grand, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to buy them in Budapest. Oh, okay. 70 piece of love there. Is it? But in all seriousness, we can't win. Because if you do silly games, you get the old, oh, the silly games. And if you just do sport, it's too serious this week. Can't win. Can't win. So we'll just do keep doing different well, things every week. We spoke about George Formby or whatever his name is. What a game there was it? it wasn't like George Formby versus a Breville. It's a bread maker. Is it? No, you do, you do compressors as well. <laughs> who's your ba- who's your what's your best toasting machine? Is it the one that's already got the bread slices oh, yeah, engraved? They, yeah, they were easy. Who's winning a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them both pissed and watch them fight. <laughs> oh, poor Peroni on it. My favourite pizza topping. <laughs> I always have uh, Peroni, Moretti. Peroni's so afraid. <laughs> I'll have your beer pizza, please. Just tired, aren't you, mate? That's all yeah. it is. That has been a long day. Right, let's get out of here. Let him go to bed. You have been listening to Gone Off on a Tangent, and we hope you enjoyed it. As always, thank you to our sponsors. Uh, for your amazing uh, donations you send across. Thank you to Hell's Ditch for the music. I think they're touring at the minute. And they've got some merch available, so go and check them out on Facebook. Uh, local link and band that allow us to play this song every week. Thank you very much. I've been Adam Starks. Here's been Carl Stubbs. Good night. You know, it's your first every week now, Carl. Yeah, it's, I know what it means to you. Yeah, it's respectful. Yeah, it is you. And uh, Dan Taylor. Good to be back. Tibbsy sends his regards. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for downloading. Bye. Ciao.